Welcome to Hoop This On, Season 5, Episode 35, where we watch The Biggest Loser, 2020, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. I'm Noah Singer. This is Brian. This is Gluteus Maximus. If this is your first time with, with us, we watch a different reality show each week, critique, and go into minute detail about how awful or good the show is. Uh, someone give me what show we watch this week. Yeah, we got The Biggest Loser. People who have struggled with weight their entire lives compete to lose the excuses, lose the fear, and ultimately lose the most weight. For the winner, there's $100,000, but for all the contestants, there's a chance of a long-term healthy lifestyle on this new and updated version of the hit format. With the help of host Bob Harper and trainers Erica Lugo and Steve Cook, the contestants face a series of tough challenges, physical, mental, and emotional, which change the way they eat, think, and move. That's The Biggest Loser on USA Network. Thank you, Mr. No Singer. So uh, in this show, they introduce 10 uh, overweight people, and they weigh them, and then they go do a bunch of workouts. They do a challenge. They get weighed again. And the team with the lowest percentage or highest percentage weight loss or like no lowest percentage weight loss the smallest losers the smallest losers whatever the the one that lost the most weight or the least amount of weight by percentage goes home and that was this episode and it was like it was kind of like a double episode almost i think it was like an hour and a half to two hours it was pretty long uh, yeah, and, just a bit too long. It, I mean, you had to do the intros, which was kind of nice, but at the same time, it it lot, dragged on. A lot of intros this week on on the thing. Uh, so let's just get in the minutiae. Let's do it. Uh, let, let's uh, let's start this off. Let's talk about the hosts and the the coaches. So uh, we can go over the coaches. Let's have written down first. We got Erica Lugo. Mm-hmm. is our coach number one, yeah. which seems to be a new coach for this version of The Biggest Loser, I think. Yes. Um, and she was overweight herself, and so she knows, quote-unquote, what it takes and you know to be a coach. I mean, to lose the weight, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, see, I don't know if there what else to say. Brian, give me something about her. Honestly, I really hate like all these coaches just because like they push everybody so hard and they don't know actually how to coach or motivate people. It's, like, it's just okay, run faster. Like okay, everybody's like working from zero. Like I don't exactly know like what bringing a professional coach is going to do here. Uh, so I go ahead, Chris. I was just gonna say that I think there are some times where they give some good motivation. Like, why are you here? You know, you're here to do this for who and like stuff like that. But I agree with you though sometimes where they're like they're not doing what I would consider the best motivation. But we also don't really see them coach. Like we don't see them be like, Okay, this is the exercise we're gonna do, this is the proper form. We don't see them like go in and correct their form or, you know, teach them the nutrition that they need or like what to do when you feel like that? Like we don't get to see any of that. So, All we get to see are the exciting moments of them getting yelled at. 
Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say is that um, so one of the contestants' name is Phi, and she unfortunately had like a tragic incident in her past, like where her father died, and the coach like basically said like, "Hey, like you had some trauma in your past, like what happened?" And they talked about it briefly, but they never like really went into detail about it. And yeah, the coach is not the right person to talk about it with, but. That's the only way, like, you're going to even start to make progress on this. And it's frustrating that, like, yeah, you bring it up briefly, but then, like, okay, that's it. You drop it. Well, let's talk about this. I thought that was really weird. Like, Phi was on the treadmill or something. And, yeah. like, she gets into this Lugo or, yeah, Lugo Erica goes in Lugo. was like, hey, what, why are, why do you think you're this way? Or why do you think you're so overweight? And... She goes into this diatribe of like, you know, the sob story that we get on these reality shows about how she lost her dad. She blamed herself. And it just seemed like a really weird place to have that kind of conversation. It was it did not strike me as okay. Like this is yeah. like so one thing we we I didn't bring up in our recap is they had like uh they kind of had like a group session. Like that's a great place for that conversation. Not that- a great place for a conversation while you're working out. No, yeah. absolutely. It kind of reminds me of how on Shark Tank, like they just randomly go into some backstory that the sharks really didn't ask about. Um, it feels like they're trying to get that angle. What you mean, <laughs> like every reality TV show that you should have been drinking through that whole story? <laughs> no, but like. The reality TV shows, though, they more use it as like a character story arc because you get these characters over and over again, which I can appreciate more because you have to understand the character. But on Shark Tank, it's like a five minute bit. And yeah. in that five minute bit, they try to bring this in. Then it's back to like, tell me about your sales. It, I, I find it to be a non sequitur. I mean, now a, comp- a lot of reality shows, it feels like it always feels like a non sequitur to me. You'd be like, hey, you're on the show. Hey, tell me about your horrible upbringing. Like, oh, yeah. what, we're on a we're in a dog pack race. Like, what does this have to do with anything? Like, right. and we know you got picked for the show because of the story. So, like, leave me alone. You think they pick them because of the stories? Oh yeah, no, not so, in this case. In this case, I think that like every single person there is there because they have a sob story. They're unfortunately being comforted by food and or like turning to it because of like stress or something else mm-hmm. and i mean i can't speak for everybody because like we didn't go to into everybody's story but like pretty much everybody there had that story and until they confront those issues there's gonna be no progress made anywhere else because oh like all of a sudden you get stressed out you get reminded of like something bad from your past and then you're gonna turn towards some other comfort i think that you don't get on this show unless you like in your video say like I'm overweight because I think X and they think X is the right reason or like they're not going to come in and like the show is not going to get some like psychologist in here to really give you like this deep dive on your like psychology to figure out why you're fat. Like they're in to do, to do this easy thing. They're not in to do to make the show harder. I don't understand what you mean by that. So like if if you are like 400 pounds and you say I want to be on the biggest loser and like part of the tape that you send in to be on the biggest loser it has to be like why do you think you're fat sure yeah. and their answer is I don't know 
then you're not going on this show. If your answer is, oh, well, my dad died and I blame myself and I like overeat because of that or like I overate because people made fun of me when I was growing up and I never got the road self-esteem. Like those are real stories that you would send in and that's a reason for you to be at, like they'd pick you to be on the show. Sure. They have something to work with. I think if they actually wanted to tackle issues, they would take the person that says, I don't know. Because maybe they do have something buried that like they should they want to confront. But like when you like for example, you can have like an actor that's like, okay, I can like move up and down on the weight scale as is because they have like a lot of people. Like they don't have a problem like doing that stuff. A lot of people in life like have so many other things going on that they have to confront in order to make progress towards what they want and without like somebody else to help them you're they're not gonna make that progress i mean we'll, yeah, let's get into I, that uh, later i think for, for now i like you're you might be right brian but that might be like a slightly different show like where it's like more about psychology of like these people and that's a harder show to deal with than just like these people lose trying to get these people to lose weight yeah, they uh so I found the contestant application um in in the corner. Um do they have a like list your traumas section? Kind of. Um Oh god. It's a very long application. I will say that. It's a uh 55 question Jesus Christ. <laughs> application. Obviously some of them are like what's your date of birth, occupation, like they're pretty Can you give us the highlights? But like half of them are like, how competitive are you? Explain. What are the obstacles or hardships you have been through or overcome? What are the things most people don't know about you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Um, they're building a pretty thorough dossier on all these contestants. Let's uh, let's talk about our next coach of the blue team, uh, Steve Cook. Uh, he seemed to have been a coach in previous iterations of this show. Uh, and he was a previous bodybuilder that his reason for being a good coach now is he had an unreasonable, he had like an unreasonable association with food in the opposite direction, really. Um, I, I think that yeah, he- Lugo has, a, a you know, her resume is a little better for this show, but yeah. He's got experience, though. So, like, but yeah, he has the common like bodybuilder thing where, like, before like your photo shoots or your weigh ins, you're gonna like dehydrate yourself and get yourself to like the lowest weight possible and like the tightest skin possible just to accentuate everything. I mean, but it's his job. Like, that's he was on that all those, make it okay. I mean, like, yeah, so bot like models and stuff. Like, I'm sorry, it's your job. You know, if you got that job because that you have this, then like, okay, maybe that's an issue. But I, I don't like, know. This gets into like bigger like culture things of like, okay, this is the image that we want to show as like perfection, and anything else in that is not. I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> like, if you like magazines glorifying specific body types is is part of the problem. I, I get that for sure. Which is what I can gather from this is he was all on those muscle fitness magazines and, you know, but if like you look at like the rock, he doesn't really look like this guy did. This guy looked like he had like 1% body fat, like the rock, you know, he's a big dude, but he's got some body fat. 
Sure. Yep. Right. I mean, yeah. he's roided out though, so like, you don't get that big without some roids. So it's also a, a little different. Like, The Rock has so many photos taken of him now; he can't always be in magazine cover mode. Like when you're prepping for those magazine covers, you know, you're like getting dehydrated, you know, you're polishing up your muscles, like you're flex it, you're like really stress stressing them. You're um, oiling up. Yeah, it, it's a little apples to oranges a, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, he was like all out in men's health and all that. Uh, so one note about Steve Cook. So his team's the blue team and the blue team loses. Yeah. So, you know, there is that, you know, experience. I mean, it's, I think it's awesome. Like, they found Erica as a coach. Like, I'm surprised they didn't find another Erica. Like, her story is kind of incredible. For sure. Uh, Just to pair it up. So, there was actually one thing that, like, Steve said that was, um, like, it's not about being skinny, it's about being healthy. And I really wish that they found, like, another at least like one coach who like exemplified that i i wish so like while we're talking about this is that um is that they say that but they don't really do anything about it they see these people do intense workouts that they're like literally throwing up and like heaving and get it like they're pushing themselves to the limit that you shouldn't really have to do or do by yourself to a point like if you're getting lightheaded like fucking stop exercising like that is not like what the coach says was like oh that's because you haven't done like no you fucking stop like that's not good i don't know i'm actually i actually think like if you haven't done in a while like yeah but then you could stop for 30 seconds or a minute and get back to it like or stop and start the next day. You don't have to lose 10 pounds or whatever time frame that they've given you. You can lose 10 pounds in an extra week. Like, there's no reason to push yourself to, like, lightheadedness. Like, if you throw up, okay, well, stop. Like, you don't need to keep going. Agreed. Like, this, this pushes, like, an unhealthy relationship with working out. Like, if you're trying to build, like, good habits, like, okay, no, I fully get that, hey, you... You might throw up like the first couple times like working out or like occasionally, but at those points, you need to stop. Like you, you should realize that's extremely unhealthy and it's not going to build a good habit. This continuously pushes you to that limit and then keeps going, which is not going to be a good base for anything. You're just going to break those habits later. Definitely. So, the reason why I, I think it is acceptable especially for the first episode, you hear about these people who haven't worked out in so long. Um, they, I, I'm assuming, you know, it, it's hard to have a sense of where your limit is. And so, yeah, Noah, out your range. You, you see, think, you see what's happening, Noah, though, is that your body's telling you when you throw up, you, you're at a limit. Right. But you have to understand where that is. Yeah. I'm just saying, if yeah. you make it to a point, where you've thrown up, then you're at the limit. That's yeah, all I'm that, saying. I'm not yeah. saying that like they've gone past their, like this show is forcing them past their limit is all I'm saying is there's, it, there's things that you could get to where like, Oh, you're like, you feel like your heart's pounding outside your chest. Like 
okay, you got to stop for a couple minutes at least. Like, calm it down. Or like, you're lightheaded. Calm down until you're not lightheaded. That's not what this show said to them. This show said, hey, this is your first time working out in a while. That's fine. Keep going. And that's not okay. Yeah. I mean, the show does it because it's more interesting TV to see somebody lose 22 pounds in a week than it is to see somebody lose four pounds in a week. And like all these people, that's what they're doing all week. They're doing nothing other than working out and eating healthy. And all we get to see is like 20, 10 to 20 minutes of them just working out in their most extreme moments. Also, uh, side note, uh, I definitely spent a good quarter of the show looking at my phone, but did they ever talk about food at all or was it strictly the gym? No not talk about nutrition at all. Because I feel like that's such a big part of it. I mean, it, really it has is. to be. Don't like this is this episode is terrible. Like, it was, Spoiler, spoilers, Chris. Oh. But uh, <laughs> not wrong. Just like, like giving you bad habits about fitness, which is not the main thing people have trouble with. People have trouble with the food part, which you talk nothing about. The the part. That I did actually kind of like the like mental focus on like why you think you have bad relationships with food, but they didn't really go into how those bad things and what it did to you and how to undo it. Really, it just is like we could talk about it and that might undo it, but I, I don't, I don't think that's all of it. Is this a good segue into the therapy session, aka the blasting of why you suck? <laughs> Yes, Brian, you could talk about the why you suck. Uh, that, that was the worst fucking thing. I thought for a second, like, yes, they're going to talk about, like, everybody's problems, like a group thing, which is very difficult, granted. But then they just start putting everybody on blast. It's like, yeah, here are your test results. Yeah, you have high oh, cholesterol. Like, you're going to test results. <laughs> was a rough segment. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That is not the way to handle this in any way, shape or form. It's also weird. So, like, to, if you haven't watched this episode, there's a point where the host comes out, which we'll get back to the host, uh, comes out with, the, we did tests on you when you came in, and here are the results. And these tests are like, I don't know, the one guy has type 2 diabetes. And this and is the first time he's ever heard of it, right? Pres- I, I don't know. Presumably. The show Seems like it, it did. The show it's, makes it seem like he's never heard that diagnosis before, but maybe some other people are in pre-diabetes. Some people have high cholesterol. Like they're just, they're just trying to have this eye opening moment, but they're all on this show. They don't need that. Like they, the eye opening moment is like already gone and passed for them. Yeah. Again, Chris, they do this segment not for the benefit of the contestants, but because it's better television. That that's true. It is good TV. Uh, I'm not sure about that statement. I like. It, it, I, I'm I'm seeing how they're creating this story arc, um, which is why I agree with the producer's choice. Now I get why the content could seem very cringy. But beyond just being overweight, 
you need you need to establish the consequences of that um, to create the story arc, and so I, I think they need to do that somehow. Fair, fair cr- criticism of like how they actually executed on that. Yeah, like I think that if they did it in another setting that didn't seem like, hey, this is a group therapy session, that might be a little bit better. And I could also maybe see like them doing it like in like a solo fashion because this feels fairly personal like even though like everybody's in the same journey it's like yeah like you have type 2 diabetes you may not have known that that's kind of concerning and that's like maybe something you want to deal with personally yeah uh you know Noah, i agree with you on like if i'm storyboarding out this show like this makes sense i just like i don't know i don't know how to feel about it because I think a lot of these people already knew these things. So it's like you're telling the audience these things. And I know some people at home, I think it could be an eye-opening moment for them. So I mean, right. like, I know that the whole point of the show is to get the audience to kind of try and turn their ways and be more like the show. Yeah. And that's why I think it's like a big benefit, right? Like, if you think of beyond just trying to get cash for ads... You know, um, they definitely want people to change their lifestyle at home, right? So they need a bit of that shock factor to be like, have you gotten tested lately? Like, do you know where you're at? Um, to get get people, you know, moving. Well, you on board with that. You just got to do it in a better fashion than that. Um, there was also an interesting, on that note, there was a simpler, similar part where, like, in the beginning, they were weighing all of the people, and most people had no idea what their weight was, which I found kind of surprising. That, that I felt was kind of relatable because it's like if at a certain point, like, you don't want to look at that because it's like it brings up too many negative emotions. So then, yeah, yeah you're going to avoid the scale. I've 100% been there. Uh, I mean, but yeah. I feel like they probably went to the doctor before they won the show, which involves some sort of scale. Actually, okay, Noah, does the form for the show just ask what's your current weight? Um, Let me bring it back up. I'm fairly (laughs) certain. We can come back to this, but I mean, I'm just saying like the way it made it seem like maybe they've gained weight between their last time, but like they're, they, they're not really surprised on like a grand scheme of things because they have to know to be on the show really right they have to have a good idea i can see why the, some people at home might not know so this could just be a play out for people at home i totally agree like and i agree with like you and like knowing that like hey these are things like we want to give like incentivize people to look at that's great but so far what i've seen they haven't done a good job of that like actually the way it was like okay that they had provided that message Hey, you might not have looked at the scale in a while, but like it's good to do that. Uh, coming back to you, Max. Uh, yeah, they ask you what your current weight is and how much weight do you want to lose, and then like uh, five, seven questions are like your history with your weight. Got it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll we can nitpick all these reality show. Like, hey, the producer is just like, hey, pretend like you didn't know when you go up there and get yourself weighed, like. We need you because we need this for air. Like, it's just kind of yeah. one of those things. But also, 
between the time they're applying versus when they're getting weighed in, um, I'm sure that is at least four or six months, you know, something like that. Do you think the physical to be on the show was also four to six months from when they were applying? Like, I'm assuming you had to have a physical to be on the show. Where do you get those test results from? Oh, totally. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That's that, that's probably more probably within a month. Realistically. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the host here. We've got Mr. Bob Harper. Uh, he's all he's like, a, he, this is a weird fellow. He's got like a sleeve. But his hair makes it look like he's like Eminem from the 90s. It's very, he's, he's a weird fella. Uh, Noah, yeah. can, you, can you do the internet corner on this fella? I want to yeah. know what his apex mountain is. I want to know if this is like where, where we're sitting. It's so, got to be just this. So this fella, um, he was a personal trainer. Uh, yeah, he's got two arm sleeves, uh, one on each arm. That wasn't clear. Um, he was a celebrity fitness trainer, uh, and he's been doing that for a while. I think the most impressive fact about him, um, and I know I'm teeing it up, how old do you think Mr. Bob Harper is? 73. 52. 61. 12. Wow. Uh, yeah, he, he he's fifty five. Um, I win, but like he definitely looks like he's in his forties. Um, he looks know. like Eminem from the nineties. Yeah, he looks very good for his age. Um, is it his apex? It, it's definitely close to it. Um, but I think he's had like just like a very nice life. You know, he gets to train celebrities. Now he's doing this, you know, I think he's doing very well for himself. I mean, in terms of money, I'd imagine training celebrities is more than this show. But in terms of like popularity, I can't imagine like this is his show. He's the host. Like, well, this is, was he the old host too? Cause like, this is like kind of a reboot. Yeah. Yeah. No, the old host was Allison and Sweeney. Um, and a little nod to today. Uh, he was an advisor on the new Celebrity Apprentice. Oof. What is the new Celebrity Apprentice? Uh, it's what Wikipedia calls it. It's the eighth and final installment of the reality game show. The Celebrity was that the one with Arnold? Yes. Okay. So, uh, can you look up what network was the old? So the old one was on NBC, right? I believe so. Because this was. one is they were on- all on NBC. This is on USA Network. So. Oh, oh, the biggest loser. I think I saw Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah, no, um, no one cares about Celebrity Apprentice. We're over that. Man, Go that listen was, to our old Celebrity Apprentice. That show. was a quick transition. Yeah, the biggest loser was on NBC. Yeah, but like the old one was like surrounded by a lot of controversy. Like they had like a lot of weight loss methods that were not kosher, like doing drugs and everything, and just generally encouraging like as much weight loss as possible which this still kind of does the the controversy is still here brian the most the controversy yeah the controversy is mostly still there like it's just now they're trying to rid themselves of like the drug thing i mean the controversy here to too long didn't read is that you come to this kind of boot camp 
where you lose like 50 to 100 pounds or whatever the whole season. And then you just kind of let go back into the world and with like little help. And you're expect like you're just going to gain all that weight right back. Like a lot, like so many people on the show just kind of lost it for the show and then gained it all right back. Yeah. On the Wikipedia page for the OG show, um, they link to the longitudinal study conducted by the National Institute of Health on the contestants from season eight. And what they found that most of the 16 contestants not only regained their weight, they gained more than before entering the contest. And their metabolisms have slowed down uh, that they're just kind of fucked. Uh, so TLDR, not great. So I was actually, this may be a good segment to like go into like the loser of this episode yeah, I have it written down. It's uh, the football player, right? Robert? Yeah. Six foot eight football player. 475 at his highest. Nuts. That's, nuts. That's a lot. He is 6'8", though. Yeah. And, you know, I think that as a football player, try to put on a lot of muscle. And once you stop playing football, you don't choose your eating habits. That's like double your weight. It's so nuts. Like, they're putting in maybe eating i don't know eight to twelve thousand calories a day right and like it's such a volatile lifestyle uh to do that and it's so crazy to me that you don't earn a fucking cent until you're in the nfl and there's percentage of that chances are so low and the percentage chances you you hurt yourself you're just not good enough and just like astronomically high that like it doesn't seem worth it on like so many levels that like it's, it's a rough world out there for people trying to be football players. Yeah. Robert t- said on the show, he had 40 different surgeries. Nuts. Oh. He also said he still wanted to go back into the NFL. He wanted to try out on the NFL for an NFL team, which is like a, is that a thing? Once you're like, once you're out of college, like, you you just try it out for an NFL team? Like, are you gonna yeah. invincible it? Is that what's gonna happen? Yes. Basically. Like, I, I just yeah. don't think that's gonna happen. It seems unlikely because he was like thirty one or thirty two, if I recall. Right. I don't remember his age. I I wish I knew because like the fact that you told me that he's in his thirties that means it's like zero percent. Yeah. Very difficult. I, I was surprised when he said that. Like, Maybe he oh, could man. be in like the arena football. But you're competing with like 21 year olds that are just out of college that barely didn't make the N- the NFL, right? Right. Sure, but if you still have like some physical skill, like he he was he seemed like he had the build for a linebacker, like he could do something. I don't know, dude. Little side he- tangent, uh, Chris. The Arena Football League does not exist anymore. Uh, it ceased operation in 2019. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Even less place for you to go play. <laughs> a real shame. I was. Uh, I, I had season tickets. I can't believe I didn't know. Well, that's why you got to wait for the Rocks XFL to come back. You know. <laughs> to reboot that too. Oh my god. This well, is- he bought the rights. That doesn't really mean anything right now. He he's been pimping it like maybe every few months of like 
gearing up, gearing up, you know, like he's literally being his baller's character, like in real life. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll if you're trying to compete with like Vince McMahon on that, like, because the second reboot was Vince McMahon, and then unfortunately it happened at the worst time. What do you mean? Both were Vince McMahon. Oh, that's right. The first one. Oh, yeah. Come on, Brian. Anyway, let's get back. To, let's talk about the challenge. So the challenge was red team versus blue team in a run a mile challenge. So it was the first team to have all their members pass running a mile. And we have uh, Mika from the blue team was the first one to pass or first one to make it past the mile. And I forget who is the sob Kim? No, it wasn't Kim. Who is the sob story person? Fee. Hi. Fee. School counselor Fee. was last um, in the, the challenge. Um, it was kind of, it was like 14 minutes to like 20 minutes. Um, so like 14 minute miles is not too bad. Like it's, it's not great, but you know, no. you, get, you get out there, run a couple of those a week. You're much healthier than a lot of people. Uh, one thing to note about Mika is like, I think he was like 300, which was one of the lower guys on the team, guys on the show. And he said that he goes to buffets like every day, almost every day. Insanity. Oh, like, I, like, I don't know what's worse at like, A, like the usually buffet food isn't that great, but like B, like it's just so much of it. Just like. Going to buffet, like like you going to CC's, like what, what kind of buffet are we talking about here? It's a, oh, pizza buffet. That's a, that's a nut stat. Jimmy buffet. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I could see it being reasonable if for some reason, like it was free when you work in Vegas at a hotel, and they're like, then obviously you're probably just like gotta really go in knowing the game. Having yeah. worked at a place that basically you have a free buffet. Every day. I was gonna. I was just about to say that. Like, you do uh, get around to understanding the implications of eating pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, uh, speaking of buffets, there is a thought that has been rattling around in my brain that I have to bring up, which is: Can't you game this reality show by really fattening yourself up before you go on the show? I mean, you have to. This is why you have the questionnaire to stop people from lying, Max. Are you going to lie on a questionnaire? Well, no, no, no. But, like, you know, you fill out the questionnaire, and then, you know, maybe a month before you go on the show, you say, I'm going to eat a bit more so that I have more to lose more easily. And you realize, like, well, I go on the show when I come back, I'm going to eat healthy. So I'm going to eat as bad, like, pretty much as bad as possible so that, like, when you come back, you know, you don't miss it as much. I definitely, I do exactly that before I go on a diet. So I feel like that's the, so this week, a lot of people lost like 10 plus pounds. And that, I feel like a lot of that has to come down to that. Like, A, it's your first pounds loss and B, it's the pounds you just put on to be on the show. C, water weight. It's what, yeah, a good amount is going to be the water weight. At least um, a quarter, yeah. a, a quarter to forty percent, depending on the people. So I, I can't imagine they're losing ten plus pounds in, in like subsequent weeks. But 
I don't know. No, and I'm pretty sure it's a good portion of water weight, and that also kind of concerns me. It's like, yeah, you're dehydrating yourself. Why would you do that? I don't know. You don't know they're dehydrating themselves, Brian. But that's what you do. Like, but I'm thinking of like wrestling, like high school, college wrestling. Like they do the same thing. They dehydrate themselves to make the weight class, like just to make it um, that weigh in. Like that's somewhat. I don't don't want to say common, and maybe it shouldn't be accepted, but it is what it is. So going forward here, so next week they're going to have the same challenge where they have to lose like um, the amount of weight. Is it the weight from the beginning or is it the weight from the last week? Well, I don't know. I would bet from like, like the, the last la- week, the, like the last weigh in. It should be the last week, right? Cause you don't want like one week benefit to carry over. You kind of want to start fresh each week. So everyone has to put in their hardest every week. I don't know. I was just, I was just curious. No, I'm just saying, like, as like a pr- producer, right? Like, you want people to try the hardest, so you wouldn't want their benefit to carry over unless it's like you won the idol, right? And you get some. Yeah, I mean, you gotta win the uh, idol. <laughs> kind of along those lines. Like, does it, has anybody watched like the old version? No. Okay, I was kind of. No. I was kind of curious if they did like, um, for the like the competition part, like who gets eliminated if they did like a percentage of your weight loss or if they were just doing straight pounds. I'm sure an internet corner could figure that out, yeah. but I can't, I, I think it's not important. This seems like the same exact show you would have found like a decade ago. Like uh, maybe more focus on the mental health part. Like, I don't know if that was a focus of the original, but I to, definitely towards the end. I can't imagine it wouldn't have been. I'm fairly certain they did the pound of percentages because um, they needed okay. to uh, nor- normalize right across the different weight ranges. Well, Maybe yeah, they like did it in stone instead. Yeah, fair. Like the like percentages like mostly like they could have done like the percentages like just now to like quote unquote fix some of the problems. I don't, I don't think it's still bad. Shit. I don't. They, no, they didn't really. Brian. I'm pretty sure they. Uh, that's why I say "quote unquote." Yeah, and no, I'm like, I would bet twenty dollars. Like, yeah, they've definitely been doing that since the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I got I got two other things I want to discuss before we get to questions. Bring it out. Uh, one of them is uh, the host or the not the host, the sponsor of the show, Planet Fitness. Uh, it's a gym. It's like the worst gym chain. Of all gym chains, uh, so there's that. Is it? Is yeah. it like why? Because they they don't really have a whole lot of like. Generally, if you go to one, they don't have a whole lot of like full gym setups. Like they mm. they're like designed for like a lot more cardio, cardio based or like kind of stuff instead of like they won't have. Some of them won't even have full weight racks and stuff like that. So like. Like, just comparatively. I'm not saying that, like, if that's the only gym you've got, the only gym you could go to, the cheapest gym, like, whatever. You go do you, as long as it gets you to the gym. But, like, I just, that that was just one point that I wanted to, to Yeah, throw. I mean, it, also, a lot of gym, it, it, the makeup of gyms has changed a ton in the past 10 years. A lot, a lot of shifting away from, like, just machines to uh, weight racks and sort of their weights. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I wanted to bring up 
uh, is that we've got one of the person's names was Terry. She was a flight nurse. Uh, she was the Miss USA contestant. Uh, yeah, but she, she won Miss Missouri. She was Miss Missouri. Yeah, I think she is, went to Miss USA. She didn't win it, but so Miss USA contestant. Yeah, yeah. So, so she won Missouri, and then she goes. Got it. Got it. Got it. I. I. I yeah. Uh, anyway, in her in her video, she had this sweet looking hot tub that I really wanted. Um, <laughs> that that's what I wanted to bring up. Thank you. Um, my final thing is that like so the prize was something I actually liked is that it included like counseling and a gym membership, but like I, I think everyone still, gets that though. Okay, that's yeah, good. Like if you get kicked off the show, you still get support, which is nice. I was like. Why are we kicking people off the show? Let's just like keep them around, but they don't get to uh, win or something. Right. That's a good point, Max. Like this should def- definitely be like Canada's worst driver model. We're like, you get to leave the show when we feel like you have the skills and abilities to do what you want to do. Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't feel right to say like, Hey, you didn't do that good enough. So we're not going to give you, enough help we're not going to give you a second chance like you know yeah bless you all right guys dead air perfect uh hey i will you know we're just reconvening on that canada's worst driver throw out it's not, <laughs> not 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 every day you talk about that you know it's a huge uh, throwback what was everybody's favorite uh sob story backstory is is that is this is a new question, Max? Yeah, yeah. I I just made one up. Uh, you know, I feel like Kyle, the closeted gay guy for too oh long. Oh my god, that was rough. He was married to a girl for two years. That's that's our that's hard on everyone involved. Yeah. So I I get that. Um, who, what are the other sob stories? What are the contenders? Uh, mom used drugs. Dad was murdered. Uh, I was in USA. Kim beat cancer. Yeah, Kim had a weird one. She beat cancer, so that's her sob story. It's uh, it is a sob story, kind of. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not really one. It's a story. That, that's t- that's still a fucking tough thing. Like, I'm not gonna knock anybody for being that. Like. <laughs> Uh, emotional trauma versus physical trauma uh christy she just had a baby i mean that's legit yeah i, I, I mean part of depression is a bitch I, I mean the miss missouri one for me was like uh, fucking fan against the face like holy shit you are a model like damn that is hard that is depressing um, like that's a gut punch. Uh, I feel like Jim having diabetes and finding quote unquote, finding out on the show. Um, he also has three kids. It's a rough one. Anyway, uh, we're going to skip the worst human being because I don't want to talk about that. Uh, so let's go to the baffling slash cringeworthy moment. Uh, Brian, what is your most baffling or cringeworthy moment? I don't know. I think it was, it's going to be baffling in that, like, I saw one person from the blue team actually doing burpees. That is a hell of an exercise to do, like, on your first day exercising in a long time. 
and mad props to them for being able to do it like it seemed like at least he got the jump down right didn't show the up part but i don't care it's it's still fucking tough uh noah you got one yeah uh there are like, like two kind of equal one uh erica lugo's story i found to be incredible i know we talked about that earlier but i think it deserves uh additional shout out because she's clearly a winner um the second one uh when they were talking about running a mile um i they told me like yeah most people haven't ran a mile in a long time and not just the contestants like just generally like people haven't done this and uh that was a good like just like like oh oh man like America's got to go run a mile. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> come on, country. Like, let's get to it. Uh, so yeah, we're too busy in our SUVs. Uh, I think the most cringeworthy moments definitely came from the test results, as we talked about a lot. Like that was just cringy in every aspect. Uh, Max, you have one. Uh, honestly, I, it, I found this show almost painful to watch. Just like they're really, they're not shaming people necessarily, but like, you know, people feel bad on this show and I don't like watching people feel bad. So I don't have one specific area, but it's kind of throughout. Can I add to that though? I'm going to point out one specific point that was just the worst moment. Um, so was it V? Like I can't. Yeah, I can't remember how it was. Yeah. So she only lost six pounds in the end, and everything about that moment, like from the music to like just the atmosphere, was just like you fucked up. And it's like this should still be a phenomenal moment that like you did something, and yet you still made this person feel like they fucked up. That is that just compounds on like. There's nothing good about this. Yeah, this competition's weird. Like, it sets a weird, perverse, like, thing, like moments like that. We are like, and I guess the next to talk about that piece, you have to talk about the last piece where they're teeing up, weighing the last person, and they're like, if this person lost 17 pounds or more, the red team wins. If they lost less, the blue team wins. And this person goes home versus this person goes home, and then they like teed it up hardcore, like reality show hardcore and he lost 22 pounds which i believe was the most that we saw i was kind of half paying attention and like it was just really odd because like at that point like somebody goes home for losing 13 pounds versus like what like insanity i don't know like i, I think we're gonna get to ratings in a, in a minute but I don't have as much, um, I don't know if sympathy is the right word for the folks. Like, they understand their position and they're looking for help. And there's some, like, tough love and there's some soft love, you know? And so they they kind of go back and forth. I think in this episode, it focuses a lot on, on tough love. But they're signing up for that. You know, and I, I believe they're fully formed adults. Like, this isn't unnecessary like picking on people i just think that the the competition is set up weird i think that it would be better off if you just had these 10 people and 
and you helped them all oh. lose weight. And at the end of it, you'd be like, this person lost the most weight. That's great. High five. Like it's, it's so it's, it's way too negative. Mm, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. They did it more of like continuing to build each other up. Like, there's no reason to kick anyone off, to be honest with you. Like, just keep the same 10 people and the winner is the person at the end that lost the most weight. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see a real reason to kick anyone off. Uh, let's do drinking rules. Um, I think every time you see somebody do a different exercise, take a drink. Uh, Brian, you got one? I think you have to do a shot every time somebody throws up. Yeah, I, I I love the sort of uh, calories in, calories out aspect of that. <laughs> no, you got one? I, I can't think of anything pithy, but I really like the... Um, I, I wish there's... A, I'm sure there's a German word for this, but like reverse Scheidenfrauda, when like something bad's happening on a TV and then you just double down and like drink... <laughs> while they're like reminiscing on how they're overweight, so, you just ruin like, yourself. Sympathy eating or sympathy drinking. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, um, you just found out you got type two diabetes. Drink. Like, have another bite of my chocolate bar. Like, I was literally eating pieces of chocolate during the show, and like, there's got to be a term that that describes. <laughs> you were thinking about eating. I was thinking about picking up my weights over here. Like, I was like, oh, maybe I should exercise. Yeah, I, like, I, I was drinking a whiskey and eating dark chocolate. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. There's got to be a term for like just sure like really is. getting into it. Um, I did a Peloton er- er- earlier today. You know, I-, I feel pretty okay. Max, what do you got for me? Um, every time, shit, I had it and I lost it. Uh, oh, every time there's a sob story, you should puke. <laughs> that's a good drinking rule uh so what what do you think the production schedule is on this show each episode is a week so so just did they actually say that yeah okay nine weeks eight weeks something like that i mean it, there is no way that guy could have lost 22 pounds in less than a week it's definitely, that's so much yeah it, it's definitely one of the longest like as far as days of shooting uh um, shoot yeah for like the reality shows you watch like we've seen ones that go longer like the challenge probably films in like fucking i don't know like eight months and so many fucking episodes but like <clears throat> there's only eight episodes or nine episodes of the show or whatever like however many people that kick off yeah but you think of like how many days they have to shoot for the challenge like per episode, right? The challenge where they're doing like yeah. three days, two days, two, three okay. days. Yeah. You know, yeah. definitely a long one. Uh, would this show be better as a queeby? Uh, I, I think there's too much to fit in a queeby. Yeah. I think that you're right. I think that this show is a little long, but a queeby would have been too short. All right. Let's you- get in. I think you can quibitize this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like exercise session, challenge, uh, weigh in. You could break it up. Yeah, I don't I think, know how that would work for the quibbies, though. 
You got to focus on way less people if you're going to equipitize it. I think, well, I think what you cut out is a lot of the backstory, right? You just focus on the competition. And I think that could be engaging, you know, for a couple minutes. I have a question for Noah before we get to our last question. Can any show be equipitized, Noah? Is there a show that can't be? Hmm. Well, all right. Um, Quibi cut up a couple movies into like 14, 15, 10 minute Quibbies. And that went over really well. Everybody loved that. Well, <laughs> clearly the Quibi, the Quibi nation did not win out. You know? uh, breaking up the movies, I actually thought they were fine. Um, they, they did it well. Like, okay, you kind of get it. And so generally I would say something like that, like a long form drama, whether it's like a one hour, like breaking bad episode or something like that. I, I think doesn't lend itself terribly well, um, to the quid. I really love my dramas to show the credits 10 times between an out for an episode. It's great. They don't do the credits that often. It was just like the title sequences. Uh, yeah, I mean, I am still a believer of what Quibi was trying to do. I think someone will get back <laughs> oh, to yeah. a Quibi. It, it will be a, um, a, a, a it's new a growth sector, Noah. Noah, you should, you should get in on this. You should start the new Quibi. It, it really is going to be. like I, I see this as like pets.com. Right, like pets.com wasn't a bad idea. Um, it was like wrong place, wrong time. And now you have Chewy, which is like a multi billion dollar company. I think it's going to be something like that. Like 10, 15 years from now, there's going to be the next Quibi, um, and it'll be a very healthy business. Yeah, it's called TikTok. Yeah, right. it is called uh, TikTok. Let's get into our last question here. Uh, so, we do a stack ranking system, we're going to rank or rate this episode in our top, middle, or bottom buckets. Uh, Brian, why don't you start us off? Honestly, morality-wise, I cannot rate this any higher than like the lowest thing. Like, This show does not perpetuate anything good. Like, However, like, there's like some something in the rough where I'm like, I have hope, but oh, it, this first episode just rubbed me such the wrong way. I can never rate above a 1 out of 9. Bottom of the bottom. There you have it. Noah, what do you got for me? This episode rubbed me the right way. Uh, and um, If you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I, I like this show. Um, I understand where y'all are coming from. I, I, I like how these people are trying to do better. Um, I, I hate what I'm hearing from y'all. It's like a lot of like the execution. It seems like you're picking on them or it's unfair to them. Uh, but I think like you have to kind of get broken down to build back up to a certain degree. Um, and I, I, I like this. Uh, I like this a lot better than a lot of the content we watch. So this is going at the top for me. I'm putting it at the bottom of the top though. Um, so there we go. Biggest loser. You going in the top three. That is some of the diamond stuff that I was talking about. Like, there's a positive message there, but yeah, execution. Uh, Max, what do you got for me? Uh, 
This is a bottom third show for me. Uh, I was torn between middle of the top and top of the top. It's going to be the middle of the top. Um, Middle. uh, Oh, my God. It is the bottom third. It is the middle of the bottom. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. No, I audience. I was talking, talking garbage there. Um, Yeah. Uh, I, I think that this is a solid middle third, but I think the subject matter and how the show like morality wise and sob story wise, I think lowers it to the, the bottom third. I think that there's, there's a lot of unrealistic expectations set in the show. There's unrealistic sob stories. There's just, just a lot of, just a lot of reality show garbage. So goes into the bottom third but i i see that va- i could see entertainment it's definitely getting me like i should you know kind of want to go over and lift some weights as i said so you know i could see that but i think that the expectations are a little high so in a lot of ways so bottom third and that's that's it for this show but something to do with quibi is coming up beep, 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 so beep, max i hear you have something exciting news in early July 2020, uh, Christopher and Noah entered into a bet about Quibi. Uh, this occurred on our episode about Southern Survival at about one hour, five minutes in, if you want to go check it out. Um, do you guys remember what the bet was? I do not remember. Usually we make $10 bets. Uh, no, it's usually shotgun bets. Chris is correct. It's a shotgun bet. Ah. So uh, actually, I would like both of you to grab a beer, if at all possible. Seltzer is also acceptable. Are you going to fill the dead air while I go get it? Uh, no. You know what? We can we can take care of this afterwards. Uh, okay. So the, we can append it to the end. How about that? Sure. The bet was the following. Uh, within six months, so by early January, Quibi will will or will not offer a free trial. Oh. So, interesting. Who won? Well, in this case, actually, and also for the sides, Noah was obviously on team. They'll never offer a free trial. And Chris was like, they're definitely going to offer a free trial. Uh, Noah won... Except he didn't. Uh, it turns out they did offer a free trial in Australia and New Zealand. So uh, Chris wins and Quibi's dead. So oh. I think that's more of a push because that's kind of a, a bet that they don't offer free trial, but they don't exist. Well, well no, no they, trial. They did offer a no payment required trial or it, it, or a free tier, an ad-supported free tier. That's what it was. Yeah, well, it wasn't a free trial. I was about to say, because they were doing a free trial here. Yeah, but, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Ad-supported ad tier. Uh, yeah. A soft launch and ad-supported tier in Australia. Yes. Um, you know, I was also internet corning for, like, when it's coming to the Roku channel, because that would totally be, like, the ad-supported free tier, but it's not there yeah. yet. No, it's not there yet. Um I think that's more of a push. Uh, Chris, I think you got to take this win. I mean, uh, like in spirit, no. Noah clearly lost. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I, I, mean, I, I think it, I think I, I lost on the in spirit. I think that Quibi just ended up giving up in like what October. So like 
I mean, know, I, don't I think know you would have. They ran out of money. They didn't <laughs> run out of money. They had three hundred million dollars in the bank that they gave back. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, I thought they went bankrupt. No, they oh. didn't go bankrupt. Ooh. They gave up. So if they didn't give up, I feel like I would have forced you because they would have had an ad free tier by now. It's the future of They gave up. Three months in, they gave up. So, or like, I guess it was like six months after they launched in April that they gave up. But that was three months after our bet. Anyway, thank you, Max, for reminding us of our bet. Uh, Thank you to uh, uh, Google Assistant for reminding me. Next yeah. time we're in person, you can shotgun a beer if you want or something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to. I'd rather not do it on a Wednesday night, but uh, yeah, at a <laughs> more fitting time, um, let's let's get to it. Uh, Brian, you got a shout out this week? Still working through the expanse. Holy shit! Why did I not start this sooner? What uh, season are you on? I'm only on uh, season one, but I'm on like episode five. Hachi machi. So the thing is, like, I've tried to start this like a few times, but like, it's a very deep thing to get into right away because it there's like so much backstory to cover. Like, you're trying to set everything up that like yeah. you really need to be like engrossed in it, and even then, like you you need to make sure like you're keeping track of everything because like future episodes will call onto that. I hear the future seasons will be better, but at the same time, I want to make sure that I have the full story before we keep going. For sure. Uh, Noah, you got a shout out this week? I'm going to do an old school shout out. Um, I'm going to throw it back to 60 minutes. Um, like it was I, a good I, impression of the 60 minutes ticker. Yeah, it was a ve- very meh. Um, but yeah, I, I binge on 60 minutes every few weeks. I have their iPad app. Um, and so I catch up on it. Um, yeah, uh, and I'm sorry, ladies, I am not single. Uh, so, yeah, 60 minutes. What is that supposed it, to mean? That people, uh, yeah. women are hot for guys that watch 60 minutes? Of course. That Did you put that on your dating profile when you were single? I actually used to. <laughs> I shit you not. What the fuck? <laughs> right, you know, tip, tips for you single guys out there. Put tw- Watch 2020 and put it on your dating profile. No, 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 no. <laughs> 60 minutes is very different than 2020. Oh, sorry. 60 minutes. And, and like, I, I say that non cheekily. Like, 2020 is more of like the news drama. It's like kind of like pent up. 60 minutes is like the gold standard hardcore re- reporting. I really wish you could A B test this. Like, I, <laughs> I'm going to try to do this, though, just to see what happens. All right. Well, there you go. I, I will say nobody's ever messaged me about it in my previous years of being on dating apps. Okay, so it's useless. Uh, probably, yeah. Noah, how do you feel about 127 hours? Um, <laughs> I like the joke. Um, <laughs> the movie is fine. Uh, Max, you got a shout out this week. Uh, I've been slowly making my way through Shit's Creek. It gets really good by season three. It's worth the hype worth the hype uh let's see i'm playing the witcher 3 oh, i don't remember you. if i mentioned that before yeah. but like it's it's as good as people tell you say it is uh i played like i don't know like 60 plus hours of this game already and not even done the main quest which is too much anyway uh, that's what i've been doing with all my time so 
That's what the shout out is. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. You can find us on Twitter at Hoop the Sun. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Hoop the Sun. You can email us questions and suggestions at Hoop the Sun at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Oh. After a lot of research, I've come to the decision that uh, Erica Ligo, definitely my type. There you go. <laughs> All right. She reach out. What? <laughs> oh, no. She's married now. Is that not your type? <laughs> definitely not. Mary, Mary. That's just a thing. That's just, that doesn't mean anything. Sorry. It's a, yeah, I mean, you could have a type that you like uh, married women, you like couples. You know, I'm not judging.